0: The Girl Talk, Inc. podcast inspires middle and high school girls to learn about, to embrace, and to live every day in their leadership lifestyle. Welcome back. We're your hosts, Pace
1: and Melissa. Hey girls, welcome back to the Girl Talk, Inc. podcast. We are so excited to have you here. I am Pace Barkley, one of your hosts. I am joined by Melissa Henriquez and two of our incredible ambassadors, Zeta C. and Caitlin B. We are going to be talking about the word inclusion. This is our word of the month. If you did not know, we are doing a word of the month for every month of 2021. This is going to help us learn what leadership defined really means, as that is our tagline here at Girl Talk. So we are so excited to get into this conversation today on inclusion. So, Melissa, can you please start us out on what inclusion is and how it may be different from diversity?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think in 2020, we saw, a lot of changes that you know maybe y'all's age group may not have seen before um a lot of changes in the way that people approach diversity approach um things of that nature and so i feel really really fortunate um to kind of work with this at girl talk because it's something that i actually have been super passionate about since i got here Um, i had a conversation with ellen when i was an intern guys an intern (laughs) yeah. <laughs> Um, And I told her how much I cared about um, diversity. And that was two years ago. So obviously this is still a big, big thing. It's important to us and it's always been important to Girl Talk, like always. It's a core value of ours. So if you didn't know, inclusion is a core value of Girl Talks. Um, But I do think that inclusion kind of gets looped up with everything else, right? So a lot of people hear diversity and they hear inclusion together. Um, So I kind of want to distinguish that for us for a second diversity and inclusion are not the same. One leads to the other. So diversity leads to inclusion. When there are many people of different backgrounds of race, religion, sexuality, gender identification, financial status, all of that, when they are all invited to the same space, that's when we can be inclusive. Um, We cannot be inclusive without diversity. Uh, So today we're going to be focused on inclusion. um, But just remember that first needs to be diversity so if you see a space without diversity ask yourself who you can invite to the table
1: i love that and i love the way you explained it diversity leads to inclusion um with that being said something in high school that i really loved is that you are surrounded by so many different kinds of people um you are not all the same um when you get older you can kind of decide I'm going to hang out with this person, but not this person. And oftentimes that stops growth because you hang out with people that you relate most to. Now, is that the best thing? Honestly, I don't think so. I think we need to be surrounded by so many different kinds of people to continue learning and growing and accepting everyone for exactly who they are right then, right now. Um, so Zeta and Caitlin, we would love to hear your experience in high school and how you have seen inclusion and how you have made sure to include everyone and and bring everyone to the table invite anyone that is feels left out making sure they feel welcomed where you are so zeta can you start with that
2: yes so since my school is so diverse it's such a great opportunity to include so many different people and i think that's something that i'm very very fortunate for i have the opportunity to talk to people from literally all different backgrounds. I like to say at my school, nobody is the same. We Everybody has something special. Nobody is exactly the same. Even the twins, they have something special. It is such a great opportunity. And I think that a lot of high schools should have that opportunity. And if they don't, I think that's where you have to reach out in different places, whether it be an organization like Girl Talk, or a club somewhere else, or a sport, that's maybe not a part of your school. And that's where you have to reach out for some inclusion.
1: I love that. And that you said, if it doesn't happen to be at your school, go somewhere else, find where you can be around people that aren't exactly like you. Um, Caitlin, can you share with us?
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, So, I mean, at my school, you know, there's so many different people, different things that, you know, people like to do, different type of music, everything. I mean, there's I mean, there's the groups that are alike, but not everyone is alike, which I mean, I personally love. Um, I enjoy it because, you know, there's so many different things you can learn about people, different things you can do. I mean, I'm a part of multiple different groups at my school. Um, One of my favorites is FFA, which is Future Farmers of America. And, you know, in that club, we have like people that love horses, people that love cows, people love pigs, you know, all the different types of animals. You got the people that do the speaking competitions or the animal shows and it's so cool because you know everyone gets along but everyone is so different so it makes it cool because we all get to come back together and talk about everything we learned at our own competitions and bring it all back.
0: I think that's super cool um that you highlighted uh different interests in your example. I think that sometimes when we hear um You know, diversity or inclusion, we start to think that it only has to be physical, Um, but sometimes our differences are not seen. Right. Um, Sometimes our differences in the way that we approach life. Um, Sometimes our differences are in the way that we communicate. Um, And I think that that's super, super important. So one of the big things um, for Girl Talks Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Committee is that we are consistently utilizing language that is attractive to different types of people. Um, And what that means is that they can hear in the way that we write our captions and the way that we speak on podcasts, that we would welcome them into the Girl Talk family. And so I think that understanding um, our differences and interests is a big part of that, right? Um, So if we only talk about girls that like the color pink, girls that like the color blue, will they ever Feel welcome at Girls Hop? Nah. Um, But our interests are different. And I still think that that's super cool. So I love that you highlighted that. I think it's really, really important. One of the members of our Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee, her name is Dory, and she is also a Girl Talk alumni, and she had this beautiful quote that we wanted to share with you guys. It says, I want to help create a world where no matter someone's race, religion, sexuality, gender identification, financial status, or anything of that sort, they'll feel welcome and represented. We love that. Hashtag GTC. Has there ever been a time where you felt different? Any of the categories in which the Dory highlights? Um, have you ever felt different than the people around you? And we can start with you, Zeta.
2: Um, more than I feel like any person should. So I, there are tons and tons of instances in my life and I feel like other people's lives where you're gonna feel like the odd one out, you're gonna feel different. And maybe that group or that person or whoever is not as good with inclusion. So they're not gonna include you and want you to be with them. And I've had multiple experience with that. I think one that really resonates for me is when I was in middle school, I used to straighten my hair a lot and the other girls had braids and they didn't wanna include me. They wouldn't be friends with me. They would talk about me and I just didn't know why. And that really just made me want to keep straightening my hair because I just felt different. But at the end of the day, when stuff like that happens, you just need to know, yeah, we are different. Yeah, I may wear braids and you may have straight hair or I may wear braids and you may not wear anything. You may go natural but we still have things in common. And even if we don't have anything in common, we're different, but why don't we learn from our differences? Why don't you tell me, why don't you have braids? Because maybe it's a story. Maybe you don't have braids for a specific reason. Maybe you straighten your hair for a reason. Maybe your mom just likes it that way. Either way, I want to know. So why don't you sit down, talk to me and tell me why? And I think that's really the most important thing on how to really master inclusion is just sitting down and being like, explain this to me, tell me a story. Tell me your story i think that's important
0: yes inclusion requires communication let's say that again inclusion requires communication i love that you highlighted that we actually have to have conversations in order to be inclusive um we're never going to learn about the other person i think that there has been so many conversations that have happened in the last year um wh- while we're pivoting around what has been going on in the world that we literally have to sit there and be like is this okay, like do we need to highlight this a little bit more than other things? Do we need to cultivate a conversation amongst our ambassadors, amongst our leaders, amongst um, our advisors? What do we need to do in order for this to be a little bit more easier for people to understand? I love that you said that because that's actually one of the reasons a podcast exists so that our chapters are able to communicate on things that it might be hard to do so. So the conversation, about um, braids, (laughs) straight hair, natural, all of that. Um, Can you do that if you don't have a black girl in the room? Probably not, but is it still an important conversation to happen? Yes, Um, I think that understanding that breakdown is important for inclusivity. Um, So I really, really like that you highlighted that because there's somebody out there that's always wanted to know Zeta like what are these, all these different hairstyles that my beautiful black queens wear? I don't understand it. <laughs> and um I really like that you highlighted that as a version of inclusion because even within black girls, some people might be confused. I know that I straightened my hair for a very long time. And when somebody went natural, I said, whoa, this is an option. But we cultivated a conversation around it. So I really like that you highlighted that. I'm gonna read the question one more time um, for you, Caitlin. But the question is, has there ever been a time where you felt different?
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, one of my biggest ones was, you know, back to the whole FFA. Um, I show cows. I've shown cows for for a few years now, and I love it. It's something that I enjoy. Um, but, you know, when we bring it back to the school and we talk about everything, you know, out of all of these show people, there's only three of us that show cows. So for me, it's always been like a weird thing because you got people that are talking about all of this stuff that you have no idea what it is. But, um, you know, there's been multiple different times. Other than that, I know one of my biggest ones is my dad's military. So talking to the civilian kids versus the military kids is so different, especially when you're one of the only military kids at a civilian school. Um, And it's really weird because people are like, you know, why do you move so much? Why do you do this? Why that? And it's um, definitely something hard. But, you know, it's kind of cool to learn about everyone. So, I mean, it has its ups and downs.
1: Yes, I absolutely love everything that y'all have said. Um, I love learning about the different hairstyles that you and Melissa and, or Zeta and Melissa are able to do. Um, and it's something that like I, I literally whenever i on with Melissa on the phone, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I love your hair today. And like, it's not something that I'm trying to be like, trying to focus so much on her hair and not the person that she is, but I'm like, girl, oh, just I just wish I could do something like that. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not in a bad way that I'm saying it. It's like, girl, your hair's fire today. <laughs> if I'm just going to be straight up honest, you know what I mean? So, um, but Caitlin, I love that you are able to really share different experiences with military life and teaching civilian kids what that looks like and why it's not weird per se. Like, I don't ever want us to say that Because diversity, we can often think, oh, that's kind of weird. Oh, why do you do it that way? It's not okay to say someone's weird or to say it's different or whatever. Like it is, that's the part of inclusion that we really want to focus on today is that you accept whatever is different about someone and love them for it. Um, so yeah, one of the huge things that I wanted to ask today with, um, having y'all here, has there ever been a time in your life that you have judged someone for being different? Um, and how did you realize that and what did you do about it? Um, Zeta, would you like to tell us?
2: Yes. Um, see, I think subconsciously we always have that little judgment in the back of our head, like, "Mm, that's weird (laughs) or, "Mm." I don't do that and nobody should. And I think that it's hard to move past. I have many examples of where I've done that. Probably one of the most recent ones is I met this girl and she played the violin a certain way. And I was like, that's that's just not right. And she was like, well, actually um, the state I was in before this, this is how we played it. And it was like the way we did it in our community. And I was like, it's still not right. Like I understand that story, but it's still not right. And she was like, well, I mean, it's right for me. And I'm like, okay keep thinking that girlfriend but and at the end of the day I was judging her because she was doing something not exactly the same way I've always done it and that's really what you have to wrap your head around everybody is not going to do things the exact way you've done it all your life because they didn't have your life they didn't go through the same thing as you you have to accept that and honestly just like dive into it I feel like you can just like Knowing that maybe I could have been like, hey girl, I see you play it a different way. Can you teach me how to do that? Because honestly, it's kind of different. And who doesn't want to be different? So like, can you kind of like teach me how to do that? And she probably would have taught me. And then I could have been showing everybody my cool violin skills. And that could have been something I could have done. And weeks on after that, I reflected on that. And I'm going to do something different next
1: time. I love it.
3: Caitlin? Um, yeah, Um, I know there has been times that I have judged people, you know, it's like, um, one example, my parents are picky eaters. Like they both grew up only eating certain types of food. So the whole time I was growing up, you know, we only had these certain meals that we would eat at my house. Other than that, you know, they never did different things. They never did like brought different foods, nothing, because that's just not something that they ate. So I know when I hit, I think it was 10th grade, um, I got really close with this one girl. Me and her hung out all the time. She became my best friend. I remember going over to her house for dinner one night and her parents were eating, um, what was I think it was collard greens and Brussels sprouts. And that's something at my house that we have never ate So I know for me, it was like, that just looked gross. It was just weird to me for eating it. But, um, you know, I judged them for that because I thought they were just weird for that until, you know, I went and I tried the food. And now that's one of my favorite vegetables. I love it. Um, But, you know, judging people, sometimes it is hard to not judge because, you know, you just have that in you. Like, that's just not something you grew up with. Kind of like what Zeta was saying, you know, it's not the way you have grown up doing it but, um, you know, learning new things is always fun from other people. It's super fun. I think that, you know, before I went to college, um,
0: I just, the college has given me a lot of experiences that I just never thought that I was going to get, to be honest, um, but in high school, I remember uh, Jamaicans eat beef patties. A lot of people eat beef patties a lot, but They're called different things depending on the culture. But Jamaicans, we call it beef patties. And I would take beef patties to lunch all the time in high school. All the time, right? And uh, there was a specific guy in my class. I hope he's doing well. Um, But he used to be like, what is that smell? Like, oh my God. Every single time I ate it. And I used to like roll my eyes and just be like, all right, bro get upset if you want to. Um, But it always made me feel really isolated, right? Because who else could he be talking about other than me at the table? I just felt like you're literally talking to me, but you're not talking to me. And it's making me feel really, really isolated and like not normal right now. And also we were friends. Like I spoke to him every single day, but he knew it was me that had this food and just kept singling me out, you know? And I remember being so angry about it, just being like, don't give me a bee patty anymore for lunch, dad. Um, and my dad started laughing because he's silly. <laughs> my mom was like, it's okay. But my dad was like, ah, it's okay. Like, who cares what this kid thinks? But it was really, really hurtful for me because I felt like I couldn't be my cultural self. Like, part of who I am is my upbringing. Part of who I am is being Jamaican. So if I couldn't be Jamaican in spaces that I was allowed to be everything else, like, That was unfair to me, right? Um, And I remember my dad was, he asked me, he was like, have you ever judged somebody? And obviously the answer was yes, but me talking to my father, no daddy, never, ever. Um, So he was essentially trying to teach me a lesson um, in that I was so hurt by what this boy was doing to me, um, but I never stopped to even think about what I had been doing to other people, right? And moments in which that, Uh, they were different than me. And I was just like, why did you do that? I remember um, going back to the natural hair example. um, There was a time where I did not understand why my fellow beautiful Black queens were going natural. I just didn't get it. And like Zeta highlighted earlier, sometimes your mom likes your hair a specific way. Um, and so my hair was always getting straightened by my mother. And um, because she had always done that. And I remember like looking at other girls and being like, girl, aren't you tired of them braids? Like, come on, let's do something different. <laughs> and my dad actually, when I was explaining to him, he was like, you're doing the same thing. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. No, I'm not. Um, it's really hard to self-evaluate, right? When it comes to to being inclusive, because it's easy to be like, well, I always talk to this type of person and they're different and they're a super shy person and I'm really nice for doing that. But doing one act does not validate all the other things in which that you've done, you know? It's not how it works. Um, so I think that self-reflection is so important to being inclusive, right? Like sure, you got it right this time, but maybe there was a time that you didn't get it right. And that was the case for me. I was so angry at this guy and yet I was judging my fellow black queens through the way in which that they were wearing their hair. That's unfair. Um, And so one of the affirmations that we posted earlier this week um, is from Jayla. And I think that that's perfect for the way in which that we should reflect on the decisions in which that we make and whether we're being inclusive or not. Jayla says, I am choosing to reflect, writing out how I feel during each moment of uncertainty will help me track my growth in the future. And so I think that a big aspect of inclusion is reflecting on the things in which that we've done and being real with yourself. Authenticity is such a big thing for our organization and it's because it makes us a better leader. I am a little bit a louder of a person, which I, I personally think that being a louder person also just predisposes you to not being organized, right? I'm just like, la 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 la, <laughs> the loudest person in the room, but I don't like organize my thoughts sometimes, right? And understanding that about myself makes it easier for me to be a leader in certain spaces. So while we are in certain spaces, Pace may be like, you know, you're pretty loud. Can you talk? And I'll make sure we stay on course for the conversation. And I think that being a leader is knowing and reflecting and being authentic with yourself on your strengths and your weaknesses. And it's okay if inclusivity is a weakness of yours. That doesn't mean that you can't work on it we're all working, we're all growing, and we're all changing. Um, And so we just really wanted to encourage you guys to understand um, that you can be authentic with one another um, and with yourself without, you know, being mean to yourself. That's not necessary. Um, We're just here to grow.
1: Melissa, I love that you were able to point out in me and how I am different than you. Um, but with inclusion, we are able to learn and grow together because we are different. Um, I, you know, maybe the person that may be a little bit more quiet and able to keep us on track when I'm like, Hey, Melissa, like, I need you to say this right now. Um, cause you can word it a little bit better and just knowing our strengths. And that's, what's awesome about inclusion is that when you take a moment to learn about somebody, um, you see their strengths and you're able to push them towards that. Um, and they're able to push you towards yours. Um, And so I just love that. I love that our word this month is inclusion. Um, And I hope that it doesn't stop at the end of February, that we are able to continue um, with the word inclusion throughout 2021 and well, throughout the rest of our lives, honestly. Um, So we are just grateful for Zeta and Caitlin for joining us, our two incredible ambassadors. We have so many more that we can't wait for all of you to hear from. Um, But until then, we will see you next
0: time if you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about girl talk follow us on social media at girl talk inc and check out our website www.mygirltalk.org